0: Welcome to 925 Mac Daily for Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by SetApp and OnePassword. Leading off today, Apple is once again said to be prepping a big change for Apple Watch users. According to a new rumor this week, the band connection system for the next generation Apple Watch has been completely redesigned so this means that all of your existing Apple Watch bands will be incompatible with the next-generation Apple Watch. The rumor comes from the Kasutami account on social media, who has previously reported accurate information about Apple's plans for future accessories. For instance, the account shared several details about Apple's switch from leather to fine-woven ahead of time. Bloomberg first reported on Apple's plans to debut a major new Apple Watch X design a few months ago. In that report, Mark Gurman explained that Apple was exploring a change to the way bands are attached to the Apple Watch because the current system takes up a considerable amount of space inside the Apple Watch and Apple engineers have determined that that space could be better utilized by a bigger battery or other components. Gurman has described the new Apple Watch band system as featuring a magnetic attachment design. Today's rumor adds more fuel to this fire and says the change is 100% confirmed for the next generation of Apple Watch. This would mean that the Apple Watch introduced in September of 2024 will include the redesigned band attachment system. Apple has used the same system for the Apple Watch bands since the first generation was introduced in 2015. The company even maintained compatibility through multiple different form factor changes and with the Apple Watch Ultra. But still, this is bad news for people who have built up a significant Apple Watch band collection over the years, because everyone will have to start from scratch in 2024. In other news today, a few days ago there were reports that two important Apple executives had left the company, and now Bloomberg is back with another report on this saying this time that Peter Russell-Clark, who has worked at Apple for nearly 20 years, departed his role for a space technology company called Vast in October. At Apple, Russell-Clark became known for working closely with Johnny Ive on the design of many important products, including the iMac, the iPod Nano, the MacBook Pro, and the MacBook Air. He was also involved with multiple different iPhone and iPad models over the years, and is listed on more than 1,000 Apple patents. The Bloomberg report points out that Russell Clark was one of the last remaining designers from the Johnny Ive era still at Apple, saying that nearly all of the roughly two dozen core designers who worked under Johnny Ive have now left the company, so there are only a handful of designers left at Apple from the Johnny Ive era, including Vice President of Design Richard Howarth. Bloomberg has said that there could be more departures coming from Apple in the early part of 2024. And that certainly seems like something that's possible given the rate of recent departures over the past few months. We are sponsored this week by SetApp. Are you tired of the never-ending search for the perfect app for your Mac or iOS device? SetApp for MacPaw is the perfect solution. It's the first subscription-based platform offering over 240 carefully curated apps for Mac and iOS devices. Setapp e-gift cards also make the perfect gift for the Mac user in your life with flexible online delivery, even if you're buying at the last minute. This holiday season, give the gift of Setapp, the perfect fit for anyone with a Mac or iOS device. Hit the link in the show notes to learn more. We are also sponsored this week by 1Password. The holiday shopping season is in full swing, but it marks the time when scammers and cybercriminals aim to exploit the heightened activity. This year, stay safe with some essential tips brought to you by 1Password. 1Password lets you safely store payment info, autofill securely with one click, and maintain a unique password for every site. The app's Watchtower feature identifies and updates your weak passwords. 1Password Families lets you share passwords securely in a vault for streaming services and Wi-Fi routers, And while traveling, you can use the travel mode feature inside 1Password to store crucial information for added security. For 9to5Mac readers, save 40% on a yearly subscription with a 1Password individual account at the link in the show notes below. That's 40% off for 9to5Mac fans at the link in the show notes below. Next up today, Apple is widely expected to transition its iPad Pro models to OLED displays in 2024, followed eventually by the iPad Air and iPad Mini. A new supply chain report now says that Apple's focus on OLED displays could come at the cost of Apple's plans for a foldable iPad or iPhone. Apple's primary focus for now is the transition to OLED for the iPad, Apple has reportedly started evaluating the possibility of making foldable iPads once the OLED switch is complete, but as of right now, it, quote, does not have a concrete timeline for its foldable iPad plans. The report also says that we shouldn't expect the first MacBook with an OLED display until the second half of 2025 at the earliest. Over the last year, we've heard conflicting reports about which MacBook might be the first with OLED displays, Reliable analyst Ross Young has said the MacBook Air will be the first to make the switch, with Apple actively working on a 13.4-inch OLED screen for the machine. Ross Young also previously predicted that Apple wouldn't launch a foldable of any kind until 2025 at the earliest. He also said that Apple has kicked the tires on developing a 20.5-inch foldable notebook of some sort. But one consensus between multiple different reports has been that Apple will launch a folding iPad ahead of a folding iPhone. Running out today, Apple and Goldman Sachs are set to end their Apple Card partnership as soon as next year. And a new report from Reuters this week offers some additional details on the challenges the two could face as they look for a partner that they could transfer Apple Card and Apple Card Savings account to. The Wall Street Journal was first to report on Apple and Goldman's agreement to end their partnership, saying that Goldman Sachs will exit the deal within the roughly next 12 to 15 months. This week's Reuters report says that Goldman faces a rocky exit as it parts ways with Apple. The bank will reportedly face pressure from bidders to reduce the value of its stake in order to make the price more attractive. The report also outlines changes Apple might have to make in order to attract a new partner, saying again that prospective bidders will likely push Apple to change the terms of the deal. One example cited in the story is that Apple currently touts that it does not sell or share Apple Card user data with anyone, including Goldman Sachs. This is one of the reasons Goldman has struggled to turn the Apple Card partnership into a lucrative deal. Reuters says that any future Apple Card partner will likely seek access to that proprietary credit card data from Apple. If the terms of the deal are adequately changed, Reuters sources say that Synchrony Financial, Citibank, and Capital One are potential partners to take over the Apple Card relationship. When Apple first sought out a partner for Apple Card, it held discussions with J.P. Morgan Chase as well, but the bank passed on the deal because their potential cut of the profits was too small. So even though Apple and Goldman Sachs have reportedly come to an agreement to end their partnership, there are still clearly a lot of unknowns about what's next. Apple Card probably isn't going anywhere, but it is starting to look like Apple might have to make at least a few concessions to attract a new partner, or it could bring the entire Apple Card project in-house and not rely on an external bank, but that poses its own set of risks and challenges. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com, follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow with a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.